This, this, this is, is, Fight Disciples. In my opinion, the super middleweight division is the most exciting, especially here in Britain, with talents like Callum Smith, who, on April the 2nd at the Echo Arena in Liverpool, goes toe-to-toe with Hadila Mohamedi in a WBC eliminator. Also, the European title is on the line. I caught up with the Liverpoolian to get his thoughts on the fight. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. Uh, Mr Callum Smith, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well indeed, mate. Um, what's it like seeing your boat race all over these billboards all over the city? Yeah, it's all right. Um, anyone <laughs> enjoys a bit more than me. There's one right the billboard next door to the address where she goes, so I think she was buzzing with that one. <laughs> That's my lad. There he is. There's yeah. my lad taking selfies with it. There he is. There's yeah, my lad. Yeah. He, he's on this week. I find that quite ironic that your mum is uh, buzzing about the billboards, especially when she doesn't come to the fights and she she switches everything off when the fights are on. Yes, yeah, she enjoys that side of it, like <laughs> in the paper or if you know, like the news coming out. So she likes that side of it, but obviously doesn't like the boxing that comes with this. But. Can't have the best of both worlds. No, she, she, that's it. She can be the spokesperson when it's the talk shows, when it's the radio, and anything like that. She can do all that side of stuff. When it comes yeah. to the serious stuff, we'll leave that to you, mate. No bother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this weekend, it's uh, WBC final eliminator. Obviously, European titles on the line as well against uh, Hadila Mohamedi. Um, fight fans might remember this kid because he's been in with the Gale before and took him the distance. Are you expecting uh, a longer night than usual? Yeah, I think Everton points to that. He's you know, he's European champion, he's a good fighter and in his losses to the Gale and said Lockerdy are both on, on points, so he's shown he's tough at the highest level, so you know, it does point to a long night for me and I'm saying for that, although I do think if a lander can hurt him, but I've I've preferred for twelve tough rounds and I feel that's probably what's gonna happen. The thing is, his record suggests that he's heavy handed himself, which if I if I look at his style, it's pretty similar uh, to Rocky in in a way. Um, so if he fancies it and he fancies taking you out, he's going to get himself in some trouble, isn't he? Because you kind of want that. You want somebody to come at you. Yeah, that's it. No, his record suggests he can punch. He's knocked fifteen out of twenty wins out. And, mm. But as you all know, when you know if he comes to try and knock me out, then well, that'll leave spaces for me to catch him and a bit like the field and fight. So. You know, I'm always confident in my own power. No, but do land, I will. I, I can't hate him. So, that's what I see on the night. But, you know, worst comes to the worst. Then, you know, I'm ready for 12 to rounds. And, and I've got an Indian. I'm confident I can win on points. You see, people who maybe not have followed your whole career might look at the, I don't know, the Rocky Fielding fight and the uh, the early uh, the early one-round knockouts that you had right at the start of your career and think that you're, you're just a banger. However, I mentioned Rocky's name there. He's got Rebrassa this weekend. And for me, it was the Rebrassa fight for you that really saw you come of age as a boxer in the professional ranks. Obviously, in the amateur ranks, you've proven yeah. it. But in the professional ranks, that night was like, blimey, hey, this kid doesn't just... He can, well, he can bang, but he can box somebody's head off as well if he wants to. Yeah, I think I you could know, have had so many early wins. People kind of just put me down as a puncher and mm. sort of forgot about my boxing ability, which I feel is probably my best thing. And I think that a brassy fight shows that I can box, I can stick to a game plan. And I've got a good 12 rounds with me, considering I haven't been pro too long as well. So I ticked a lot of boxes that night and I learned a lot more in that fight than I had in the previous career. But no, I do still enjoy the early ones. And if I could have got them out there in one round, I would have. <laughs> no, I never went to points on paper to get the rounds but you know, now, now that I did do them you know, they was very valuable and 
But that must give you a lot of confidence because he's a Rebras is a top level European opponent, and like you say, you've been used to knocking kids out quite quickly. When somebody comes and they don't maybe show you those opportunities to knock them out, you yeah. have that confidence booster to know that on that level you could comfortably deal with him in whatever circumstances comes your way. Yeah, it shows. No, I'm always confident I can win. Whatever means means I have to, and you know, I, I couldn't knock him out. He's defensively very good, and oh, you know, he impressed me. I had a very good work rate. He made me work for every minute of every round, and I showed I can do that, and I can stick to for twelve rounds, and oh, I can use my skills and win rounds rather than just blowing people away. So I think mean, that's what all you know, leading up to this point in my career has been just ticking boxes, showing I can do each thing, and I feel I've done something. I've shown improvement in each camp, and you know, I feel the weekend will be no different. I feel I've improved. In the field and fight, even though I didn't get a chance to show it. Mm. For the camp for that, I feel I've improved a lot. And for this one, I think I've improved again. So hopefully I get a chance to show it the weekend and other public can see that how I am I'm progressing and how I am getting closer and closer to a world title. What's the mental side of this preparation for this particular fight been like? Because, I mean, I'm obviously not a fighter, but I would it'd be quite difficult for me not to have one eye on, if I get through this, I'm in that world title uh, shot next. Yeah, you no, know, it is good thinking like that. But then on the other hand, I've got everything to lose as well. I lose yeah. this fight, then you no, know, there's no world title shot for me. So, you know, there's a lot at stake, and you know, I'm saying very hard for it. And you know, he is a good fighter on paper, and you know, he's going to cut. He, he, I suppose, he wants a world title just as much as me. So, that's what Joe's been doing. I mean, to me, I'm going to get the best of him as well. You know, it's his sort of last chance to get a world title shot. So, you know, everything's on the line, and I believe that you know, them type of stakes are opening the best out to me and I think it's crossed that'll be the case the weekend I've noticed uh, Paul has chosen a very apt time to get back amongst it as well at the weekend yeah you know, <laughs> he's been in the gym for quite a while to be honest with you he's just been a bit quiet but yeah, oh, he's, he's been, he's been, blagging, he's been blagging free sparring off you hasn't he yeah, yeah he's been getting some sparring in but no it's good to see him back he's a good person to have in the gym and yeah. you know, a win here and then another quick one after hopefully and then we'll see where he's at the division, especially with Andy Ward moving up the division's wide open now, so no, there's no, no reason why he can't get himself back on the title. Mate. You see, we know there's not the same route as me. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Mate. Mate, WBA because all of you are going for different titles. You've obviously got yeah. Liam with WBO, um, Stephen yeah. uh, at the end of the month IBF, yourself WBC yeah. probably in WBA. Yeah. That's a full house, mate. Yeah, full house. I get a full house, and I have to plan. You know, fingers crossed, we all keep working hard. Then, no, it's not unrealistic that it can be done. I love the fact that uh, you're allowing him uh, in there in the ring with yourself for no charge yeah. mate you know what I mean yeah, you know what I mean they're yeah. expensive these camps pal you want to put an invoice in I know I know I know but it's family in it you do the same for me <laughs> well, to be honest with me right because I know that you train hard so when you're in there you would obviously there's technical sparring but then there's sparring that you go in there and you, yeah. you, you're treating it like a fight when your brother's across yeah. from you that must be a little bit different uh, not really you know, I think we've always done it so it's the same you know we, we know we'd go I Even in the living room when you were kids, yeah, because I was being back from them days. But well, you've got to, got to do enough so it, you get some benefit from it. There's no point just hit the pattern and then no, it'd be pointless doing it. So, you know, we know there's a line, and you know, we don't go full out, but you know, enough to you know, gain the benefits from it, and you know, we all help improve each other. It must be um, obviously he's spoken to you, but it must help as well when you're in the ring with him when he has been at world level in the super middleweight division which you are currently fighting at. Yeah, not the same with everyone in the gym. They've all you know, been there and done it before me, so it is, you know, it is a good gym. And I do feel I learn a lot, not only from Joe, but from the other fighters in the gym. My brothers, Steve, um, Scott Craig, Anthony Crawler, 
Well, they're all being in boxing world title fights and not being with them in the changing rooms and in camp building up to it. So I do feel like getting experience in that kind of sense. And you know, it's not all brand new to me when hopefully when I challenge for one, you know, it'll feel like it's, it's just a normal day for us. Um, I read something on the social media this morning that your name again is being mentioned uh, along the likes of uh, George Groves I think it's actually yeah. come from him this time I think he fancies yeah. it this time it's, it's amazing yeah. it's amazing what 12 months happens isn't it I know I know I know it's amazing <laughs> but I'm obviously doing something right and I've got no fighters calling me out I'm in a good position and a position that obviously George wants to be in to win this fight I'm next to last the BBC titles but no, all, all eyes are focused on April 2nd and then no come to that and then we'll sit down and see what's next but no, I, I want to become a world champion and I'll beat whoever I have to to get there. Well, like you say, you come through this at the weekend, then you are uh, the first in line for the WBC shot, which yeah. is currently held by Badu Jack, a man that's beaten George Groves in the past yeah. on, a, on a split decision. The thing is, though, this is where it gets incredibly poli- uh, political boxing, I suppose, isn't it? Because, you yeah. know, the, you've got mandatories, then people might take a voluntary if they're uh, unifying yeah. divisions and all this type of stuff. So yeah. it, there's... there's this is going to be a big year for you, experience-wise, learning out maybe outside yeah. of the ring rather than inside the ring. Yeah, I think that's what. No, a lot of people don't realise boxing is not as straightforward as people think. You no, know, it's not just he wants to fight him, so they'll fight. You know, there's yeah. a lot of politics in it, and the same mandates, unification, and stuff like that. But you no, know, as long as we win this fight, then you no, know, I'm next to line, and I will get my shots, whether it's this year, next year. You no, know, I will get it. So we'll just see how it all pans out, and you no, know, eventually I will get my shot, and I'm confident I'll take it when I do. But to say it's not as straightforward as people think. Well, I'll be honest with you, Callum. I hope it happens this year. Not not necessarily because of the glory of you becoming world champion. I'll be honest with you. At the back end of last year, I put a bet on, and that bet was that all four Smith brothers would fight for world titles in 2016. So get a wriggle oh, on, right? I know, I know. Have a word with MWBC boys. So listen, come on, Badu. Yeah. Forget, forget James DeGale if he fancies an IBF unification. Let's get it on. Yeah. All right, lad. Let's do get it. Get it on the end of the year. <laughs> because I, I've already had a word with Paul. He's done a handshake with Felix Sturm. So hopefully WBA yeah. will sort that out for the end of the year and then I'm quids in. Superb. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Listen, it's uh, Olympic year this year, mate. Obviously, yeah. you had a fantastic amateur pedigree, narrowly missed out uh, on the London Olympics. Do you ever yeah. look at when Olympic year comes around, do you ever think to yourself, oh, maybe maybe I should have given it another four years to get myself in the Olympics? Um, not really, because the, the position I'm in now, mm. no, I, I'm better off. So, you know, maybe if I, I mean, pro career wasn't going so good, then I'd probably look back and regret and think I should have stayed and waited, but... No, the Olympic Games is an amazing tournament and no, it advise every amateur to try and go. No, once you get on the GB team, it's constantly drilled into the Olympics, Olympics and no, I can only imagine what it would have been like to go there. But no, I had my chance, I didn't, I didn't make it and I wouldn't risk waiting four years for maybe not no, four shows again and no, it's too much of a risk to no, waste four years of career. So no, I, do, I do feel I made the right decision but no, if I could go back and I've changed the past thing. I would love to be in a London Olympia. What do you make of uh, this year's lot? Uh, chances, obviously, out in Rio. Anthony's out there. Anthony Fowler, he's a, a yeah. good prospect. Yeah, he's a good fighter. Um, you know, he's ranked highly in the world and not provided. And, you know, he gets a good draw and you no know, performance in a match. Then there's no reason why you know, he shouldn't qualify and go on and I'll be one of the, the main medal ups. You know, they have got a good squad and he's one of the most experienced ones out there. So, you know, fingers crossed, it can all go right for him and obviously have another scout in the Olympics. No, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Listen, we wish you all the best um, at the um, weekend. Um, do me a favour, make it last a little bit longer uh, than last I time out. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> maybe, all right, then maybe two or three rounds, just so I can get yeah, my money's worth be. on the telly. All right, mate, that'd be all wicked. Right, no worries. <laughs> Listen, enjoy the rest of the week, mate. Enjoy the uh, fight of the weekend, you, and we'll be speaking again soon. Take care, pal. Thanks a lot, mate. Speak to you. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.